This is Dr. Daryl Orley, and you're listening to the Devotions with Daryl podcast. The idea of someone committing a sin against us is not foreign to us. We all know what it's like to have someone treat us wrong. Imagine a child in elementary school who is teased and taunted by other students. The natural inclination for this child is to feel hurt and to build up anger toward the other students. Now imagine that same child demonstrating compassion and love toward those hateful, taunting students. How would this change the scenario? Our natural tendency is to lash out in anger when someone hurts us. But if we are to follow God's example, and later Jesus' example, we should have compassion for those who hurt us. The truth is that God remains personally invested in and unchangeably compassionate toward a world that is actively sinning against him. As the wickedness of mankind overwhelmingly increased upon the earth, It grieved God. Then the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I created off the face of the earth, together with the animals, creatures that crawl, and birds of the sky, for I regret that I made them. That's Genesis chapter 6, verse 7. God's holiness cried out for justice, which our hearts reflect the same action when we have been wronged. We cry out for justice, but like God, we should turn to compassion and love in those moments in order to move forward. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Death was the original promised consequence from sin, so God's plan to cleanse the earth was not outrageous but was actually the result of a promise that he made to Adam and Eve. God was faced with two options. Kill all the living creatures on the earth and wipe the slate clean, or, in other words, death and destruction to all sinners. The second option was a sacrificial pardon of the chosen. Life through death. All but Noah and his family received death. The world was wiped clean. Noah and his family would begin again, yet sin still remained in Noah's heart. What was God going to do next? God would accept a sacrifice to atone for the sins of mankind. Years and years later, after the floodwaters were gone and Noah's family repopulated the earth, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, a descendant of Noah. Jesus was God in the flesh, filled with the power to judge the earth, but instead he was judged in our place. Jesus became the sacrifice for sin so that the promise God gave Noah so many years before could be given to all of God's children. Consider today how the gospel of Jesus Christ is reflected within the grace that God provided to Noah. God be with you till we meet again. Until next time, this is Dr. Daryl Worley, praying that you have a blessed day filled with the richest.
blessings from God.